All right. So last week I went back to New York and I visited my old stomping grounds. And let me tell you something. It was completely different from back when I was there in 2019. As many of you know, I used to walk probably like 15 blocks a day into Fox News. And uh, it was relatively safe. And then sadly, it's all kind of been on a rapid decline. But New York City is battling a whole nether battle. It's not even just the crime of the Americans that are living there now that they have to deal with. It's the people that are being brought in from the border illegally. And we know this because Mayor, New York City Mayor Eric Adams, is quite upset about what's going on. He's disturbed and he, rightfully so, he's being outspoken. He's, he's very outspoken about the whole Biden border crisis. And he is giving fair criticism to President Joe Biden, but he's got to do something about it. And so now what he's looking to do is make it a crime for buses to come in unannounced and to drop off these illegal migrants randomly throughout the city. Here's what he said earlier last week regarding how he's going to make this illegal for bus drivers to just drop these migrants off. I'm announcing an executive order requiring charter buses transporting migrants, those often contracted by the state of Texas, to provide 32 hours notice in advance of their arrival into New York City. To make sure we have sufficient staffing, we are also requiring that these charter buses arrive only between 8.30 a.m. and 12 p.m., Monday through Friday, and to only drop off passengers at one spot unless directed otherwise by New York City Emergency Management. Failure to do so result in a Class B misdemeanor, possible fines, lawsuit, and even buses being impounded. We cannot allow buses with people needing our help to arrive without warning at any hour of day and night. Okay, to be fair, he has a point, right? You can't have these buses just dropping migrants off at random times and, you know, without the proper staffing to do it. And I get that point. To make it a misdemeanor, eh, I'm not a fan of that. But listen, they do have a crisis right now because guess what? Other border states, like real border states like Texas and Arizona, are taking in a massive amount of illegals and they have to figure out what they're going to do with it. Obviously, the state of Texas can't handle this on their own. And so for cities like New York City, which is highly, was a very highly liberal city, they need to feel the burden. And that's the only way things will change. Now, we have great independent journalists who are on the ground, one who I would like to bring some attention to today. His name is Leroy Johnson. He's been there filming these buses, dropping off these illegal migrants at these, these checkpoints. And it's very interesting because these people are, are just, they, they seem lost. They seem very confused, but they are now going to have to call New York City their home. So let's bring in Leroy Johnson. You guys might know him as, as Viral News NYC on Twitter. He's an independent journalist, a videographer, and somebody who I like to go to to kind of see what's going on in New York City. Leroy, thank you for being here. We appreciate your time. Hey, thank you for having me on, and Happy New Year to you and your followers. And, and yeah, it's it's we're getting ready for a new year, a, a new uh, migrant crisis, and whatever else the world wants to dish at us. Yeah, yeah. Well, Happy New Year to you as well. I mean, Leroy, when we look at these videos that you're constantly posting online of all these buses that are doing their drops, it is concerning. Um, we don't really know if these people are being vetted. And so it's unfortunate for those who are living in the New York City area. But ultimately, where do they go? A lot of these people have been seeking shelter in hotels. Uh, there's been temporary shelters been provided to them. 
But New York City is taking on the burden, and, and rightfully so. If this is the policies that are voted for by New York City voters. And so Texas wants them to feel the burden that they're forced to endure all the time. You're there when these buses are being dropped off. What are some of these migrants saying when they're being dropped off? Are they confused? Is this like a destination that they really wanted to be in, in the first place? And what is New York City, what kind of resources are they providing as soon as they arrive? So most of the migrants that, that are coming here want to come here. They're, they're requesting to come here. They go wherever they want. They get they get car blanc. They come to New York. That's that's their destination. Some go to Chicago. Some go to Illinois. Some go to any place they want to go, they get sent to. Uh, right? They get here and they first they experience the freezing cold weather, which, which we just got here in New York City. And then they're they're taken to either the Roosevelt Hotel, and they're processed there, and then they're they're shipped throughout the city, right throughout the five boroughs: the Bronx, Queens, Brooklyn, wherever there's a place available, that's where they go. Yeah, yeah, I think it's interesting on how they're being placed. I I know that New York City can't take on this burden much longer, as they've said constantly, but. Like like I said, this is what they, the voters have voted for. Uh, are these these migrants? Well, first off, I should I should bring up this point. Actually, you happened to speak with one of these migrants. He was from Africa, and he was uh, willing to work in our country, and he was looking to work. And so he called out a policy that I I did understand to be a little discriminatory. If you're going to allow one group of illegal migrants to seek uh, employment in the state of New York or the city of New York, it should be all of them. But it the city's kind of angled it towards Venezuelans specifically. Uh, so this African migrant, you spoke with him. We're going to play a little clip from that. He wants to work, and he's saying that he's ready to work. Uh, here's specifically what he said, and he's you know trying to talk to Joe Biden and, and kind of ask, "Let me work. I'm ready and I'm able to help out." So let's let's play that clip real quick. Well, so tell me a little bit about yourself and what you're doing here, and how can the United States help you? Hello, hello, my guys. How are you doing? Mr. President Biden, I want to I want to I want to send you this message. I'm try, I'm writing this letter for you. So you know what what happened? Now? We need a better working family to work for America because America is the uh, biggest country, the richest country, and America get the richest people. We know here in America we have we find peace, love, and harmony, and we are asking Biden to get to help us for find, for for finding a, a working family. Why they give Venezuelan people, the South African uh, American people? working papers for what why not American, African people. We are we are here to, 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 to participate, to pay our taxes in America. Be here without working is not is nothing. So Biden please our president help us for finding the best way. The best way is the working plan. Help us and we need it. And we know that you can do you can do it, Mr. President Biden. Okay. Thank, Thank you so much. Thank you, sir. So that's his message to Joe Biden. He wants to work in this country. Look, we saw a New York Post article a couple of weeks ago come out, and a lot of these Venezuelans, I think it was about 151,000 of them, out of all of those, only 2% of them have applied for these work visas. Uh, it's concerning, but you're you're here, you're speaking to these individuals. Are you encountering a lot of, like this African migrant, are a lot of them here ready to work, looking to work? Or like the New York Post article kind of cites, they're, it looks like they're here for a free ride when they're not applying for these work visas that they've made uh, accessible to them. Well, with the African migrants, and I just want to—I just want to correct you a little bit. It, it wasn't the city that gave the working papers out; it, it was DC that gave the working papers out. And about 140k, I think, only 22 applied for work visa. 
And they didn't give the African ones. Now, with the African ones, uh, like I said, I'm pretty friendly with the migrants. I speak to them. I want to get a story. I want to hear what's on their mind. And, and then I'm friendly with them, and I want to speak with them, and I want to get to know them. And the African migrants, they, they, they really, anytime they see me, they want to work. They tell me straight up, Leroy, we're here to work. We're here to make money. We're not going to be here long, and we're going to go back home. Some are here, some are, are, are here from uh, Africa that are in politics that the opposing party wanted to kill, like that guy we just seen in the video. And, and they seem like they want to work. And, and anytime they see me, they say, Leroy, get me work, get me work. We don't care. And, and they don't care about the living situations. They just want to get up, find work. They don't care they're sleeping on a cot. And it is, it is a little discriminatory that the Venezuelans can work, but the Africans can't. That doesn't make sense to me. Right. Yeah. It's supposed to be equality, right? We're in this equality thing, but you're not letting black Africans work. That doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, it didn't make sense to me either. I understand, obviously, Venezuela is, is hard on times right now, but so are so many other countries. Uh, was there any type of reasoning that was given out? Because I know, I remember, the, I think it was a sit down between Eric Adams, Mayor Eric Adams and Joe Biden when they came to this kind of agreement that they would allow them to work. Uh, and as you said, it was permitted by DC. Uh, how was there any type of agreement? Like, why did they just single-handedly pick out the Venezuelans over all the other groups of people who are coming into this country? I personally don't know. I, I, I do know it's unfair. I, I do know the people that actually really want to get up and work are the Africans. And that, and like I said, they, they don't care where they're sleeping. They just want to get up and go to work. And they yeah. can't find work without working papers. And, and like I said, I, you, you, I'm human. You got to feel bad for people, right? You, you got to feel bad for people. I'm human. And I, I hope the DC will let them work because these guys are going to be great workers for us in the United States. Yeah, yeah. Uh, another topic that you do cover quite often is is you do attend these these pro uh, Palestine protests. Uh, lately in New York City, we've been seeing some crazy ones going on. Right, we're seeing like JFK, for an example. The the, the roadway that leads you to JFK Airport has been blocked. I think it's been twice so far by these mm -hmm. protesters. They're doing these blockades. We saw it at LAX as well. You've been there, you've seen this, uh, you've seen a lot of these protests firsthand in Manhattan and other places. What's it like being there firsthand? Are, are, the media shows them as hostile, uh, kind of getting combative with police. Is that what you're witnessing when you're there? Yeah, yeah, they are, they are getting combative with police. They're, they're, they're attacking cops. They are antagonizing cops for them to react. Once the cops react, they play victim. Now look, I'm Israeli. <laughs> I try not to freak with them too much because they don't like me. But uh, when I am there, it's 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 pretty much the same BLM crowd. It's the same BLM crowd with different clothing. That's all this is. It, it's 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 a morph. It's a LARP. It's anything to cause chaos. Look, I speak with people in Israel, and I have lots of family in Israel, and I have people in the military in Israel and intelligence in Israel. They said we don't care how much these guys protest. We're gonna take out Hamas no matter what. We don't care what you guys do over there. We really don't. That's what they tell me. So they're protesting yeah. for no reason. Ultimately, and I don't understand what the goal is, right? Because normally, if you want to convince people to side with your group, where your 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 side of things, you would be a little bit nicer. You'd be a little bit more welcoming, and you'd be able to articulate a proper stance in your argument. And they're just yeah. unable to do so. So I think it's interesting. And and you've posted videos. I mean, they have literally assaulted NYPD officers, yeah. and very little could be done because, like you cited, the BLM riots, the, the city had to pay out a settlement. Your uh, the NYPD had to pay out a settlement. And uh, now they've kind of got their hands tied behind their backs. I think it was interesting, though, before we started, you and I spoke about New Year's. And we, there was a lot of um, reports that might get a little chaotic. But they were able, the NYPD was somehow able to weed out 
any of the pro-Palestine protesters, which I found mm -hmm. to be a little interesting. So you were there on the ground. How were they able to make sure these protesters didn't ruin New Year's Eve and New Year's Day for these tourists? Well, the cops did an excellent job on New Year's. There was not one hiccup. And I was, you can see, I'm pretty much in front row. I'm, I'm watching everyone. And I intentionally looked around all night long for, to look for the troublemakers. And I didn't see any. Look, the, the NYPD morphed itself. They're using a lot of technology, drones, uh, whatever else they're using that, that I really don't know about. Because I'm sure they're using a lot of stuff that I don't know about. And they're being successful with it. Right. The police department now is a lot more successful than it was before in the past. And you know what? The chief and the assistant commissioner, they're, they're doing a great job. And you can tell by just the way they handled New Year's Eve this year. It, it was an excellent job. They did it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'd have to agree with that. I mean, I was very impressed that it wasn't ruined. So many events are being ruined now by these protesters. And so I'm proud of the NYPD for being able to kind of filter that out and let people enjoy a night that's not supposed to be political. It's just supposed to be fun for your your family to watch and and for your family to attend. So I was happy to hear that. That was the good news. Uh, we were worried. We were a little concerned, but yeah, it so all turned out. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Leroy Johnson, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, like I told our audience, Viral News NYC, that is your, your Twitter name, gave you a follow. We're so grateful for the work you do. Independent journalism, I say it all the time, will save America because you're giving us an unfiltered look at all of this and you're not biased. And so we're kind of getting to see it through the lens of, of somebody on the ground and we're very thankful for that. So Leroy, thank you for doing the hard work. Thank you for going out there and doing these things. We appreciate it. You guys, I've said it once before, so I'm gonna say it again. And under the Biden regime, I've never been more worried about my financial future. I called my good friend, Dr. Kirk Elliott, because I wanted to come up with a plan put in place to make sure I was secure. And he came up with a plan for me to invest in silver. I'm rich. I've got my silver. I'm feeling so much better about my future. I highly recommend you give him a call and just chat with his team. 720-605-3900. And you could also head over to his website if you'd like to schedule an appointment. It's kirkelliottphd.com slash Brianna. Hey everyone, I'm getting ready to head out right now, but before I go, I always have to put on some deodorant. And I used to look all the time for the best deodorant. I couldn't find it on the shelves at all until our good friends over at Give a Derm came out with a brand new deodorant. This one's called Pits Me Off. It's incredible. Watch this, it's super easy. Ta-da, and that's all you need. And it dries super quick. Obviously, I'm wearing black. There's no white residue left over. It's a natural deodorant. It's made right here in the USA. There's none of those Chinese harmful chemicals also included it. It's giveaderm.com, and then use the promo code Brianna for 10% off. You gotta try it. I wanna let our audience in on a little secret. I'm saving hundreds of dollars each year after switching over both of my lines to Patriot Mobile. Yes, so now my business and personal line are with Patriot Mobile. Now Patriot Mobile uses the same towers that you're probably already using now, except it's less expensive. So my 5G towers that I love to use my old provider, I'm still using them now. I'm just paying significantly less money to do so. And on top of it all, Patriot Mobile believes in the same things you and I believe in. They have the same morals. So they donate to causes that are like pro-life causes, veteran causes, and even the NRA. It's incredible. So I highly recommend you head over to PatriotMobile.com right now. Take a look at their plans and sign up. 
And today, if you sign up and use promo code Brianna, they're going to waive the activation fee. Yes, you heard it right. They're going to waive the activation fee. Just make sure you use promo code Brianna, B-R-E-A-N-N-A. And if you enjoyed that segment, make sure you hit that like button. And if you want to see the news before it becomes the news, you have to subscribe to our channel. And well, if you have a liberal friend that you're looking to save, make sure you share this content with them.